Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C., and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Today's special guest is Pamela Topgian. Pamela has lived through childhood traumas that led to trauma in adulthood. She eventually suffered a total breakdown, which was a catalyst to a breakthrough after a year of therapy, finally living the life of her dreams in her 50s. She changed careers from nursing to hypnotherapy and published her memoir titled, I Didn't Come This Far to Only Come This Far. Join us as we sit down with Pamela and she tells us her story. All right, everyone, you all ready to learn more about Pamela? Let's go. to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be here. Life Gets in the Way is <laughs> such a fitting <laughs> title for my mm-hmm. life. So I'm so grateful that you invited me on. Thank you. Yes, and we're so happy that you could join us. Okay, so as you said, this podcast is called Life Got in the Way. And uh, for a lot of people, that means a lot of different things. So I like to have... Um, guests have the opportunity to kind of give us a little background about their lives and how maybe life got in the way, how we overcame things that got in the way, where we're doing now, and just how it just took you on a journey. So um, this podcast is all about kind of learning about others' journeys and then maybe finding some, some you know, nuggets that can kind of help people who are um, going through different um are in different places in their own journey and kind of help them along the way. So if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, you have the mic. So yeah, I had um, some childhood trauma most of my life and um, that led to a total breakdown in my life, which was really a catalyst for a breakthrough. And after 14 years in nursing, changed careers in my 50s and, you know, went through some therapy and um, wrote a book about my whole <laughs> life. And the, the um, childhood trauma led to trauma in my adulthood. And I didn't realize that until um, my 50s, until I got therapy. I didn't realize how my childhood would lead to the continuing of trauma in my adulthood. So you know, life got in the way is really, I mean, my gosh, you know, with, um, I, like I said, I was in nursing for 14 years and I changed careers to a more, more holistic modality. And with nursing, I knew pretty quickly that it wasn't right for me and I'm just unsatisfied and unfulfilled. And 
I really kind of felt like um, I was doing a disservice to my patients because we could, didn't have the resources, we didn't have what we needed or the time, you know, to really help our patients. And so I was in an abusive marriage at the time and I tried to go for more education and I really had to be sort of a caretaker for that. You know, he was an addict and an alcoholic and I had to be like a caretaker so between that and having to take care of the household bills and everything, I just couldn't switch. So I couldn't make that switch, couldn't get too much more education, which I did get some, but I wasn't able to really utilize it and make that switch at that time. So that's one way that life got in the way for me. And another mm-hmm. way before mm-hmm. that in childhood, I was a teen mom and um, I didn't realize when I was a kid growing up being um you know, neglected, being alone a lot of the time. And um, I didn't know that you could get more education or that, yeah, that you could get more education if you didn't have any money. I didn't know that at all. And um, I was in high school in the 80s and we didn't have, um, you know, the career counselors that came out or the colleges that came out like they do now and like they have been doing for a long time now, but I never saw anything like that. And I just thought, well, we're poor. I won't be able to get any more education. So I just kind of gave up on anything for myself. And um, then I became a teen mom. And I, I do believe that that's where that led. You know, that's where that came from. Oh, sometimes it's hard to find that yeah. little button, <laughs> the microphone. All right. Okay. So you definitely had an experience just going from the beginning, like you said, you had trauma and, and you suffered, um, a great deal. And you talk about this, um, a breakdown. Um, when you say you had a breakdown, what, what, what did that entail? Like, and in what way was, was it, uh, um, a breakdown for you? Yeah. Um, when I left my second husband, which was the one that was I had two marriages, and I'm in my third marriage now. Um, but the the first one was more of like emotional and verbally abusive. The second one is like I jumped out of the frying pan and into the fire. I like to say the second one was physic was mm-hmm. abusive in every way. Didn't become physically abusive until the end. And I left after a night of being um, beat up so bad I was unconscious, knocked unconscious, and I left that night calling the police left. It was actually early morning by the time I was out. But um, so then after that, I divorced. I was still had a nursing job. So I was getting paid pretty well. I was able to get into a place right away. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is it. I'm free. You know, I'm just going to be this single woman forever and be this, you know, (laughs) this amazing, you know, success story. And uh, then PTSD set in and I didn't know that that's what it was at the time. But of course, Of course, it makes sense now, right? But at the time, I thought, yay, I'm free. All will be better now. But I started having nightmares. I started having flashbacks. I started having deep depression. Um, So, uh, you know, very fearful all the time. And that's what the breakdown was. And then I was in an area that I could not find good mental health care. I kept reaching out. I couldn't find what I needed. And at a time that you're so, you know, you're so fearful, you are, you know, 
thinking about suicide, you just are so numb, you can barely take care of yourself, and then you have to be your own advocate, and you have to be your own person that's trying to find help for you. It just makes it that much harder. So that was a total breakdown for me. And um, I actually got onto a bus for a three-day ride, three days and two nights to California from Springfield. That was kind of like a last-ditch effort to change my life. And again, I thought, oh, good. Now everything will be different, you know. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And I was numb mm. on that bus, you know. I was just like, oh, I just... I just, I didn't care what happened to me. I didn't care really where I was going or what, what, you know, I had friends and family that were concerned that, you know, I'm this woman traveling alone, you know, and, um, I didn't really care. I didn't. Um, but I thought this was like a last ditch effort. I'm going to go try to make a new start, whatever. And, um, again, I was just so numb, so fearful, you know, just anxiety like crazy. It got worse. So it, all those symptoms escalated on the other side of that ride. And I took jobs for like in-home caretaking, pet sitting, house sitting. So I didn't have to find a place to live right away. I didn't have to switch my nursing license and clock in and be somewhere at a certain time, you know, kind of a thing. Um, and then I got some therapy, which was much easier in California than it was <laughs> in the Midwest. So surprise, surprise. Mm. So, um, so then that was my catalyst. That was my, that was my breakdown. And then my catalyst to like today is, you know, I'm totally living my dream life. It's just, it's amazing to me to even think it's, it's just so awesome. <laughs> you know, when I was able to get more education, I was able to leave nursing, I wrote my book, you know, um, and I'm in a marriage that's truly, you know, truly loving and respectful and equal. Um, so my whole life has changed, you know, and I started painting, you know, so it's just some creative expression that I've never, never even tried oh, to before. I, I love oh, do painting. you? Yeah, yeah. So it's awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and it's yes. not even like, it's not even the painting. It's the process of it. It's not even the finished product. It's mm -hmm. the doing of it. That's like a meditation in itself you know it's very healing it was totally an art therapy for me and still is you know so so yeah yeah okay I mean so you have really been on a journey um even there's always a there's uh, a ride on the journey even right the bus, right you know? <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> like I got on the bus and it's like a smooth sailor over here and it's like no it's not but now you're on you're on the other side of that uh, journey itself, and um, you mentioned therapy and how important it was, and how easy it is to, um, or easier it was to get it in California versus the Midwest. Um, one of the reasons why I um, I was really drawn to um, you as a a guest is because I was really fascinated with this idea that you do hypnotherapy. Yes, yes. And I would love for you, and I mean, because it's not every day you come across a <laughs> hypnotherapist, and I, and I know that that's such a, a phenomenal and impacting way to help people. So I would love for you to just, you know, tell us a little bit about that, how you got started, and um, you know, yeah, just would love to learn sure, more about sure. that. Sure, I love to talk about hypnotherapy. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> seriously, though, I mean, it's it's been such a passion of mine. So um, thank you for the opportunity. Um, so in 2010, I was still, you know, in my nursing career. That's when I was in my second marriage. I went to a um, holistic healing course at a um, Institute of Healing Arts um, to see, you know, and I took like an intro course, which had a little bit of everything, a little bit of a lot, of, not everything, but a little bit of a lot of different modalities for holistic healing. And hypnotherapy was one of them. And so then when I um, found that, I was just so amazed at how powerful it was and, and the transformations that people have through it. And um, so then from there, I just, I just dove right into hypnotherapy and took that course, level one and level two, and just put all my focus there. And um, so I wasn't able to then make a business out, out of it. I wasn't able to switch from nursing to hypnotherapist at that time because of the relationship, the marriage that I was in. And I had to continue to take care of not only the bills, but sort of be a caretaker for this, you know, this addict husband, you know, this alcoholic husband. And um, so that's where that was. And then it felt like all these years later, like a dream that had died, you know, not, not really died, but just like never came to fruition. You know, I never was able to realize that dream. And so then this is going to sound really, you know, a little out there, but so I was really, I had in California, I was really, I had started nursing up again, just still finding that frustration, the same thing I did before. And, um, I saw a hypnotherapy ad like on Facebook or something and I just shared it and I wrote I wish I wish I wish and then like less than a year later <laughs> I know it's so awesome and then less than a year later um that came up you know or or no that didn't come up so less than a year later um oh I had a it was a dream I believe it was and um I saw myself doing hypnotherapy and I was like, oh man, that would be so awesome. You know, and I was kind of thanking the universe for showing me this again, you know, and thinking it's a possibility now. So then I was started looking it up and there was a school near me and I thought, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go and see, you know, if this, if I can do this, it doesn't hurt to go check it out. Right. So I went there, everything seemed perfect. And I actually, uh, again, this is a little woo-woo, but I, I had like a, an experience of like deja vu. So like I went there, I parked, mm. and I was like, oh yeah, this is where I had to park before. And then I looked around, wait, I hadn't been here before. Because it was an odd kind of a curvy space that you had to park. There was only a, uh, one spot there. And um, it was an odd little space, and I had to park in there. I was like, oh, this is where I parked before. It was this weird kind of place. But I hadn't been there before. So then I got out. I actually walked around the building because there were other little things within that big building to see if there was something that looked familiar that I had been there before. Nope, nothing. I don't think I've been here before. And so then when I walked in, everything, it was so familiar. And I even told the instructor and I oh, said, wow. and I was kind of laughing and I was kind of joking, but I felt like I must have looked like a crazy person because I was like, have I been here before you know <laughs> did I did I check into this before because I don't remember but seems so familiar 
And we all had a big laugh about it. And she was like, well, you know, it must be meant to be. I'm like, yeah, it must be. And then when I got back in the car, I was like, wow, that was deja vu. That's what that was. That was deja vu. So thanking the universe again for giving me this gift and bringing this back into my life and signed up and the rest is history. So, (laughs) so that was, um, that was 2020. So in 20, um, so then I became completely certified and the pandemic hit. And so I was able to take clients all over the world, which was so awesome. It like really opened things up for me so much more. Most people had losses, had, you know, had to shut things down and be just, you know, kind of, you know, kind of on in waiting. And for me, it was more of, it opened everything up for me, you know, and I was able to quit nursing, do my hypnotherapy and, um, had time to continue with my book, you know, and because I had been writing it for five years. I started writing it when I first came to California. So, you know, it took me that long. But yeah. I love that story. Thank you. I'm I'm really big on, I'm really big on the idea of um, deja vu because it's so, when you mentioned that you dreamed it, you had a dream and it, it felt so real. And I was like, you know, and then when you said you were in that parking lot with that weird, and then and it just walk, you know, walking around the corner of the the building, walking inside, and it feels like you just you were right where you yes. were supposed to be, and that's just such an amazing feeling. So that's exciting. I love that that um, that journey for you, and it just it feels it feels mm-hmm. right. So now you have fast forward. You are in yes. it now. You are taking the <laughs> classes, and so now you can get back. I, I love that even even that story was it started back when and then life got in the way, could had to put it on hold, dream deferred for a little bit, and then you were able to pick it back up. It was like it was like realizing that that dream still yes. was there. It was just you know you had to get through get through and go through some things, but it was still there. So that's kind of like what this podcast is about you know, people getting back to dreaming exactly. again, you know. So now, speaking of dreaming again, you have this opportunity. You've been writing and writing. So you have this memoir. Yes. And I love the title. I didn't come this far to only come yes. this far. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your memoir and um, kind of what was really, um, what motivated you again to get going and starting that up again? The yeah, well, you know, some people had told me, including my mother, who doesn't even know my whole story, because I've always protected her from feeling hurt, you know. Um, but uh, so people told me, you need to write this, your story, you need to write it down, you know. And I was like, yeah, I should, I should. Um, but I read, there's a book called Shape of a Woman by Jen Elizabeth. And she had a mother that was an addict. And um She became an addict herself and then went on to overcome all of that. And just such an inspiring story. But her her story, I mean, even though I didn't have any addiction in my life, in my family, until I was an adult with my husband, but a lot of what she went through as somebody in being, you know, neglected, and that was very similar to my story. And I thought how inspiring that was to me 
to keep going because she went and did amazing things. And, um, and then there's also Joe Potosi who had a life of abuse, you know, really terrible abuse. And, um, his book is called, um, when the dust settled, I think. And so reading, reading, yeah, yeah. So reading their books and then, um, you know, just realizing that so many people I know that were my age, you know, past 40, even into their 50s, get so stuck because of childhood things, you know, that my story is not very different from so many others, but, you know, not everybody comes out of it or thinks that there's even any hope to come out of it. So that's why I wanted to write it. And it was very difficult. It really was. There's a lot of times that was very emotional. A lot of times I didn't remember stuff, you know, and I had to like put a few dots and then go on to continue because I did it sort of chronologically, you know. And um, so I, you know, as I'm writing, if I didn't remember a part, then I would just sort of skip and go on. Because you, when you're writing a memoir or, or any book probably, you know, you go over it and over it and over it and over it so many times, you know. Yes. Okay. I know about yeah, that. yeah. Yes. So um so I would just leave space to come back to that spot, you know, if I didn't remember it. Because that's something a lot of people tell me. I wanted to write my book, but you know, I want to write my story, but I can't remember it all. It's like, well, I didn't either at first, you know, but you do as you write. Um and there were times that I put it away for a while. It got too much, you know, and you put it away or, you know, you just don't look at it again for a few months or maybe a couple weeks and you come back to it. So um, I finally, I was going to sort of stop it, you know, and and start to public, go through the publishing process when it, life sort of settled down. And I had went through hypnotherapy classes and that, and I had got certified and I started doing hypnotherapy. I got married, had this wonderful relationship and life still wasn't really, it wasn't still settling. It wasn't just settling. It's like, there's still so much going on in my life, mm. you know? Um, so mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait until it settles down because it's not going to, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll do a, a part two, you know, <laughs> the first 50 years and the second right. 50 years, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, you know, sort of finished up and I even, the last bit that I wrote was, was about a, um, was about a, um, a trip that we made over Christmas. So like I was on the trip and I still just wrote the last chapter, <laughs> the last little bit. And, uh, I love that. and I said, this is it, you know, this is it. I gotta, I gotta end it somewhere. So, um, so yeah. So I don't remember what the question was, but yeah. That <laughs> oh, well, you, you okay. definitely, uh, you definitely <laughs> answered. It was why you, why did you get inspired mm-hmm. again to write about and in, and it's just that idea, like you said, it's 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 like that full. So if you just if we keep waiting for life to settle, it'll exactly. never be settled. We will never. You'll never write the book because you're waiting for life to be better so that you can. And that's always um, that's always like life was gonna always get in the way. So just getting to the point where you're like, you know what? No, uh, I got all this right. written. I'm gonna publish it. I'm doing right, it. Right, right. You gotta hit that last so, button. Um, ah! <laughs> I'm like, I'm more okay with the vacation's <laughs> right, over. Right, right. <laughs> Hit send. And so now you have this great um, um, book. And um, later on, in the, um, we'll, we'll um, tell listeners how they can uh, purchase the book. And 
So now you have went through a lot. You've written your book and you've gotten to the point where a lot of people or just a lot of things, you know, inspirations have been there for you. Um, Now you're at a point where you can kind of inspire people. How did you feel the first time someone said they were inspired by the work that you're doing now? I was just amazed and thought, you know, felt like now I can die happy, you know, because that's that's all we want, right, is, you know, if one person is inspired by what you do, whether it was hypnotherapy or whether it's by the book, you know, if you inspire one person or impact somebody's life positively, even that one person is just like amazing, you know, just I, I can't even describe it, I guess, you know, I'm just... I was just, <laughs> obviously, I was just amazed that I had some positive impact on anybody. Just so awesome. That's what you live for, right? That's what you live for. That's why you're here. Definitely. So you you had a, a very interesting um, path in terms of where you are in terms of finding your your path in, in career. What would you... Um, what advice would you give someone who is interested or wanting to pursue a career that is similar to yours? Well, do your research. Um, it's now, especially online, yes. it's so much easier now. Um, but do your research. Um, and since even even now, since the pandemic, it's actually easier because schools that were once only doing on-campus things are now offering, you know, online courses. Um, so don't be too hasty. Don't be, don't get into it too quick. You know, I would say definitely look into what different certifications mean, where they come from, you know, consider the source kind of a thing is the, is the, um, certification just from the school that says you're certified with us because you like a completed a course, or is it a certification with, uh, an association and then look into that association, you know, um, So I would, and also somebody that doesn't know exactly, but they were looking for something just more holistic or something along those lines, you know, to do what I did with, you know, I went to a course that was just sort of gave you an intro into a lot of different holistic modalities so that you kind of have a good idea rather than diving right in, you know. Yeah, I I think that's important, kind of figuring out where where you want to where you go because there's so many different right. ways that like you said there's so many different modalities that you can um, um, be impactful right. in, in, in that in that type of space so you are now at a point where you you got the career you got the husband you got you know the outlet for painting you got you got the book you have all these things how do you measure your own success in relation to where you are now yeah Wow, that's a great question. Um, by how I feel, you know, um, do I get triggered by things? Do, am I able to sleep? Um, you know, how do I handle stress? That's how I measure it, really by how I feel. And that's what I was going to say, too, about when you're looking into different modalities, if you want to change careers or get into something like this, go with your guts, go with how you feel. If you're saying, You know, if you're feeling passionate about something compared to, yeah, this would be good because other people are doing it and they're successful, or yeah, this would be good because 
whatever reason. But if you feel it, you know, within your heart and soul, if you feel so passionate about it and are so excited about it, that's the thing for you, you know, <laughs> and that, that's right. how I know that I yes. am successful because that's how I feel. I'm just so excited about life, you know, it's just amazes me to think about where I was, you know, I had a family member that said something to me just the other day that we feel so bad. We didn't know what you were going through. And I said, you know, but that's that I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't that, you know, if I didn't have that experience in life. And that's another mm -hmm. measure of success. When you realize that your past, you know, traumas have brought you to where you are today in a good way, when you don't have regrets for things that happened to you, that's amazing, you know, and it amazes me because a couple of years ago, I would have said, I would definitely go back and change things, but now I wouldn't. Now I wouldn't. So, yeah, yeah. And that's that's uh that's uh what we call growth. Exactly. You know, you just you're growing into your into your situation, into um into yourself and you know, you can't when you really think about it, it's like you wouldn't be, like you said, right. you wouldn't be here. And would you even have the, the life that you, you feel so grateful to have now if you hadn't have right. had these experiences? Um, sometimes we just have to go through certain things just to get on the other side of things. So um, I just want to thank you so much for coming on. And before you go, I like to do uh, what I call like a random okay. round of questions. And so it's just like, you know, I know I gave you a long <laughs> list of questions, but I, I'm not going to ask okay. them all. I just usually ask uh, a few of them, uh, like okay. three. So I'm going to ask one of the things. Um, what do you do to stay motivated? Definitely. The painting is huge. And even though I don't have as much time for painting now as I used to, that keeps me motivated because I, I think it uses a part of the brain that is just completely creative and it's like a meditation. So that keeps me motivated. And people that tell me, you know, that either my book inspired them or it made them cry, you know, it's just amazing. And cry in a good way, you know, not like, oh, I feel so sorry for you, but, but, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. That's amazing, you know, and to feel like, and even through hypnotherapy to see people transform their lives because of me talking in their ear for a little while, you know, it's just, so that keeps me motivated. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, let's see. What is the worst advice you've actually listened to? <laughs> well, the worst advice, <laughs> let me see. I, I don't know if I can use this one or not, but it's, since it's the first thing that came to mind, um, I didn't have time, I didn't really mention here, but I had a sister that was killed in a car accident when just before I was 13. And so there was this adult that was my mother's friend that put her finger in my face and said, don't you cry. You be strong for your mother. Don't you cry. And that shaped my whole life negatively. I still wow. have trouble showing emotions because of that. Even though I know exactly where it came from, I still have trouble with showing emotions because of that. So that was pretty mm -hmm. bad advice to give to a kid who just lost their sibling. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, some people, they don't, uh, I don't think they realize the damage that right. they can do at an early age. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, well, um, sorry, that had yeah. to happen to you. But, you know, like you said, you're yes. still growing, growing from that and 
You'll get past, um, you know, it shapes yes, you in a yes, way. Absolutely. Um, if you could have dinner with anyone, living or dead, who would it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It would have to be either Carl Jung or Edgar Cayce. And I think probably okay. Carl Jung, because I feel like Edgar Cayce would be too far out there. I wouldn't really be able to speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> to have a conversation. It'd be, like, be like, wait, yeah, but uh, I think I could have a conversation. <laughs> what do you think? I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I could have a conversation with Carl Jung because I've seen interviews with him and he's a lot more, you know, he he's personable and stuff, you know? Yeah. Personable. So, yeah. and and I really, you know, am really love a lot of his quotes and that, you know, and don't ask me to say one because I won't remember one right now, but, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely Carl Jung. So yeah, thank you for thank you for making me oh, think yeah, about that. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I and I didn't understand about that quote <laughs> thing because uh, as an English major, people just think you right. just have quotes in the back. I was like, look, I'm not the traditional, you know, English mm-hmm. professor teacher of yesteryear where they just could pull out, you know, Mark Twain right. quotes at the. Like I, it's like I, I love like, I love I him, but any. I don't know what he said right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I, as far as I get, life is no crystal stair. Like, that's the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was like Langston Hughes. But um, yes, uh, thank you for um, just sharing your story, sharing your journey. And um, yes, uh, for, for people to kind of, um, people, the listeners, to have an opportunity to learn where they could maybe purchase your book or where they can learn and find out more and additional information for you or maybe utilize your services. Where can they yeah, go? So the first place would be hypnobreakthrough.com. And all there's a lot of information in there, even information about the book. But the book is sold on Amazon um, and it's available in Kindle Unlimited and in paperback and just in Kindle. So, um, you can purchase the book there. You can go to hypnobreakthrough.com and all my social media is in hypnobreakthrough.com as well as, you know, like I said, information about the book and information about the services. So that's a good place. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. I'll make sure I put that in the description. And um, once again, thank Thank you for joining. And I just want to, and I just want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to a podcast and um, just remember to tune in every Thursday for a new episode at 10 a.m. every Thursday. And remember to hit the subscribe button and so that you won't miss any episodes. And until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. And remember, it's time to get back to dreaming again. If not now, then when?